And now, join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of your favorite celebrities. This is Gold Mines with Kevin Hart. What up, world? You already know what it is. This is episode of Gold Mines. What do we do here? Oh my God, we get inside the minds of amazing people, and today will be no different. Gems, we drop them. It's your choice to pick them up. I say this all the time. I don't force you to, but you should. Today's guest is another multi-hyphenate. God, I'm saying that a lot. I'm bringing a lot of multis on this platform. By multi-hyphenate, let me explain what I mean. Uh, people who aren't satisfied just being successful at one thing. People who figure out and understand that multiple revenue streams can be created and you can take full advantage of them if you choose. Today we're talking to a comedian, a writer, an actress. Oh my God, a model. Oh my God. You know what? I gotta honestly say, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this person because I feel like within comedy, there's certain people that do things really well. And there's certain people that master some of the most difficult, like some of the most difficult lanes in comedy. Well, this person has mastered the lane of not just like, I don't want to say sarcasm and, and it's a satire. It's like, it's, it's the ability to be funny when funny does not exist. That's an art. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Z-Way. Hello. How Hello. are you? Thank you for having me. What a great introduction. I meant it. Thank you. I don't just say stuff just to say it. You know what I mean when I say like you've mastered the art mm. of providing the funny when funny does not present itself. And funny with the straight face, funny with a grounded approach. Mm. Um especially in your style of interviewing. It was probably some of the funniest shit. Oh, thank you. Funniest shit that I've seen. There's a wow. lot of people doing it, right? There's a lot of people making an attempt to do it. But everybody doesn't do it. Everybody doesn't do it well. Everybody doesn't do the Your thing. Your words, not mine. Not, <laughs> well, but you get what I'm saying. Like, mm -hmm. in, I don't have to go through a uh, list of people that aren't, but your ability to be entertaining um, through normal conversation and also even within stand-up, like your your approach to just comedy in general is uh is dope as fuck. Thank you. Wow. Where where and why? Like trauma. Okay. Trauma and being able to process trauma through laughter. Okay, That's we got the there fast. Yeah. We got there quick. Yes, yeah, yeah. let's let's unpack. This. Yeah, did she like <laughs> let the healing begin? Yeah, it, was, it was quick. Like, <laughs> normally it's a warm-up, she came with trauma. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about that. Hurt. A lot of shit yeah, back pain, there. Duh. A lot of pain in there. Um, when you talk about trauma, mm. I mean, how much are we talking about? Like, is there a uh, significant amount of shit that you feel like you've been through um, where comedy has provided you an amazing outlet? More Gold Mines with Kevin Hart after this. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We return to Gold Mines, hosted by Kevin Hart. I just don't know. I'm an unserious person. Okay. And so I I meet serious topics unseriously, okay. like a literal clown. Okay. So I'm able to like interpret it and process it by just not being too serious. Yeah. So any trauma I had as a child, I would always laugh. Okay. Because that's better than crying. It's, crying is embarrassing. Laughter um, is cool. Family. What, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, yes. what? Brothers and uh, mother and father. Okay. Yes. How many brothers? Two brothers. I'm the middle child. Okay. Yes. So I love attention, but I also like to be by myself. All right. Um, 
Was that a shocking yeah, explanation weird, of a middle you, child? Well, well, because you 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 love attention. Yes, but you like to be by yourself, so you can't get the attention when you're by yourself. Well, I like I like to, um, you know, it's like when you go in front of people and you're like, "Hey, everybody, look at me, hi," mm -hmm. and then you're like, "Okay, I have to be alone. I'm a serious artist." Okay, you turn around, you're like, "Please don't perceive me." Okay, that is the negotiation I'm constantly doing. I got it. Okay, I got it. In um, your family, your brothers are doing what? What do they do? My doing? older brother is a lawyer. My younger brother suffers from the Gen Z malaise of being like, what is there to do in this political, like ecological climate? Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, what's the feeling of what you do? Family supports and loves it? My parents don't have a concept of what I do, other than when I'm on uh, the Gail King show, as my father calls it. Okay. So, so they know that I'm a comedian, but that's about it. It's not really, we don't really discuss it a lot. Do they know your background in writing and yeah, they know that I. I mean, they sent me to college, okay. So they have they understand that I can write, but they my parents wanted me to be a doctor slash lawyer, and obviously an entertainer is the opposite of that. Absolutely, yeah. And so they are excited for me because I I'm not asking them for money. That's really cool. But otherwise, they're just going with the flow of my job. In college, what was the major? I, I had like 12 majors. I started with like a math major, okay. like history, Who sociology. Who math? You I, math? Went, I was like math Holy equals money. Shit. I was like math equals money. I want money. Um, and then I hated it. Everybody was a nerd. And so I switched to like history or something like okay. that. Yeah. Uh, never played around in the communications or anything with entertainment or media? No. Well, I, I ended up with a double major in film at okay. Northwestern. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then we're getting to it. So there was a moment in college where the decision came of what you wanted to do. Uh, did comedy present itself during school? Yes, but I, I was really into poetry. Okay. I loved poetry. I wrote poetry all the time. I studied poetry as well. And I realized that you, th that there's no job. I love that. Poet, the poem isn't a job. And so <laughs> I had to like quickly pivot to how I could apply poetry. And I thought comedy was the way to use like the love of words and like lyricism and like meter okay. in a way that at least I saw on TV. When you when you say you loved poetry, I mean, by the way, that's extremely specific and dope as hell. Oh, um, why? Where did that come from? Like, is it a family oh, trait or a discovery? I'm going to be so honest. It was because I was sort of lazy and poetry is the only like English where you can read the thing in class and still be able to analyze it with any sort of like okay. understanding versus you can't like fake reading a book. Okay. You can you can just read the poem in real time. And, and then, give a and give a fake breakdown of what you No, I'll understand it. I mean okay. it's like two stanzas. Okay. Yeah. It's eight it's eight lines if I can't pull that. You're you're very smart. I, I identify as smart. No, you're you're very smart. Oh thank you. Um and also, you know, when I've I've Heard you talk and interview several times. You seem to be well read as well. Um, you know, are you a reader? Are you a lover of information and resources? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what's what's that? Because I, I pick it up and detect it mm -hmm. and have. But where's that coming from? Is it just a love? For information, for education, for understanding, or I, what? I love information. I don't forget the information that is interesting to me. So okay. I have like an encyclopedia in my head. Got it. And I watch a lot of interviews on TikTok. Okay. And so on and TikTok. so yeah on TikTok. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um and so and <laughs> so and that just gets fed to me. So it's like old Oprah, old Wendy, like Kevin, uh, Howard Stern, Andy, uh -huh. all, everybody. Um and then I read a lot of news. Uh -huh. So I'm just constantly like inter interrogating like okay. culture. Okay. Yeah. Who who inspires you, right? Like Oprah I mean, Winfrey inspires me. Really? Yeah, for sure. Are you kidding? Well, yeah, I mean, of sure. course. She's she's a big O. I call it Oracle. The Oracle, yeah. Oracle O. Yeah. Right. She's she's like my biggest inspiration by far. And uh because of what she built, because of what she's achieved. Because of I, well, she built the she built the genre of the sensational interview mm -hmm. is what I believe. So what she was doing in the early aughts with like Tom Cruise, um, or she would even interview like this serial killer's parents who hate him. Yeah. Like, let's talk to them. And they'd be like, we hate oh, our I son. Your, I love the, <laughs> I love the voice of the, it's not, oh, she's not doing Oprah, but it's the voice of the person that's telling you what Oprah's doing this week. Exactly. Yes. And she'd have a wide range, like celebrity versus like random guys, parents, and they'd both be good interviews. Mm -hmm. And so I found a lot of inspiration in that and how I choose the people to talk to. I love that. Yeah. Cause it's like Chet Hanks versus like Andrew Yang. <laughs> 
<laughs> probably one of <laughs> Are probably you okay? one of the funniest. No, <laughs> he said you're Chet choking. Hanks. The Chet Hanks interview, like I feel like Chet Hanks' popularity that started to present itself popped more after your conversation with Chet Hanks. Like you were, you were extremely honest, but you're not honest in a way where it's degrading or just or me. It's like I can't even put a word. I can't even like put a word on it because it's like I remember when you told him you said don't do that he was doing something and he, was like, he said just don't do that he was quoting Denzel Washington that's what it was yeah it was great yeah you're like don't don't do that and <laughs> it's like your your approach I once again to the funny is not where the traditional person would go and I, I just see it I see oh, it thank and, you. I, and I love it let's get back on track so Oprah right yes. uh, you love Oprah inspired by Oprah is yeah. it only Oprah does anybody else inspire well, you well I mean I take inspiration from every like the world around me mm -hmm. um, but if you're talking about comedic influences who else Colbert Stephen Colbert was mm -hmm. like a big influence because I thought he was so um, rude and iconic during that White House correspondence mm -hmm. dinner mm -hmm. where he joked about shooting that guy yeah. in the face yeah. and yeah. so I never I didn't know you could be um, rude I was raised to be like a nice good Nigerian mm -hmm. and comedy allowed me to realize that I could say what I think as long as I say it's a character yeah. and that had allowed me a lot of freedom so that's another inspiration Yeah, you're so it's so dope talking to you. Once again, I'm I'm just telling you like your breakdown and just how you are, how you're explaining or defining the things you do. Like it's it's so well thought oh, out. Thank you. Right. I, I like that it's not just happening. Like there's a real method to the madness here. Um, and talking about a method to the madness, well, let's keep talking about the madness. I mean, a multi-hyphenate you are. Yes. So uh, we talked about, okay, in school, there's the idea, the idea of comedy, the idea of writing, right? At this point, um, I think when you start talking about, holy shit, well, you know what? I'm good at this. I love this. But now I'm starting to realize that this is this is going to be my business, mm. right? What was the doorway of opportunity for you? Like how how did the late night writing opportunities present themselves for you early on? Eating shit. Can I say, can bleep out that word? You can say word. whatever you want. Eating shit for years. I love that you said eating shit and just said bleep it out. Bleep it out. I don't yeah, want so. people to think that I'm anything other than commercial. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, eating shit for years and then... And then I would tweet. I started tweeting. Before. Define eating shit. What like that mean? working at a barbecue restaurant and getting like harassed. Okay. While I'm like writing on the side, freelancing for The Onion. Okay. Um, and then I started getting really big on Twitter before Elon Musk, an African-American man, bought the website. <laughs> and so that was like in 2012, 2013, like you could really get a job off of Twitter. And so I got a gig with Robin Thede and then Jesus and Mero. Uh -huh. And then it kind of like blew up from there slowly. Okay. And I came up doing live in New York as well. Uh -huh. So I just like hustled for a very Robin, long time. Robin came before uh, Jesus and Mero, right? Yes, yes, yes. Robin was my first writing TV writing job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and Deces and Mero, uh shout out to both of them, by the way. Um, you know, I know Deces and Mero, I don't think I don't think that they're together anymore. I think they, they got are? a divorce. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know. On this podcast, like this is actually one of the only ones that is just uh a supportive, positive No mess. It's no mess. Mess free zone. Yes, I, there's no mess. I don't partake in it, I don't engage in it. Uh this is a flower giving podcast I love that. it's all love all love Good, all i love support. that yeah that's I, what that's my defining like thing okay perfect yeah. is no mess no Clean. mess mr clorox M clorox <laughs> clorox write that down is that a sponsor clorox kevin you're welcome yeah god damn but it it's reach called out, kk <laughs> reach out to clorox today <laughs> Uh, because we we don't do mess. It's clean. It. Yeah, I'm glad I thought of that. Yeah. Uh, that's what I do. That's what that's behind zero. every man is a woman. That's well, you know. you know what? Yes, this is uh very true actually. <laughs> um, okay, so the the writing you ate shit for years. Holy cow! Yeah. Um, it's starting to get a little brighter. The writing opportunities present themselves. Great. No, I like I they didn't present themselves. I like like reached out and grabbed them and didn't let go for mm -hmm. dear life. Yeah, you have to like make opportunity for yourself. Well, absolutely. I mean, I think the the doors that you got to go through in writing. I mean, of course they're harder because it's more of a relationship 
business, totally. right? And it's like once you are in um, and are connected, I think there's a baton that you can always grab that can get past to 100%. do something else. 1,000%. Um, the show, right? Mm. Um, you're talking about being inspired by Oprah. Oh, my God, I loved what she was doing. Well, the opportunity did come up for you to have a talk show, right? Yes. I mean, at that point, I feel like, the idea of kicking doors down has to now be one where you're like, fuck, it's happening. I love this. Like this is, it's all coming like full circle right now as a, as a talent, as an artist, I'm making and creating opportunities, right? This is a show that you created. This is your baby. I just want to know about your road to getting that to the final stages. Like, uh, where did that start at? Was it just an idea and you just told your team that you want to pitch set up? What? Um, Okay, so it started in 2016 as mm-hmm. like a YouTube show, mm-hmm. and then the pandemic happened and it became an Instagram live show. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, one week in America, I just was, I had three profiles and like really popping publications and I got a bunch of offers. Mm-hmm. And then that the rest was history. We kind of figured out what was the best uh, plan of action and my show was born. Another example of someone that took full advantage of social media, right? Uh, you know, a lot of people have said to date, um, young talent, new talent is just like, hey man, you know, we feel like we get to a ceiling on social media. Like, and you know, I was having a conversation. I explained to someone. I said, it's not that there's a ceiling. There's there's a real, I think, um, mixed perception of stardom or potential stardom mm-hmm. that social media presents. And the people that really pop off of there, they pop for a reason. Yeah. Like there's a real thing that some has when the world is gravitating to you and the thing that you decided to do. You're an example of that. Oh, thank right? you. You're an example of like a self-built fan base from the ground up. Yeah, I never realized that. But honestly, if we're talking about my inspirations, Issa Rae oh is God. she doesn't get enough credit for being the for starting the YouTube to television show mm-hmm. industrial complex mm-hmm. with awkward black girl that turned into insecure, mm-hmm. that turned into a very large business. Mm-hmm. And so I remember watching her work and watching her grow over time and thinking, wow, like this woman, you know, has it all. She took and she seized her her life up by her bootstraps. And I wanted to be like her. And so I built my fandom because I saw someone like Issa do the same. And I thought, well, no one's going to open the door for me. So I have to get an ax and chop it down. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever met her? Yes. Have we met ever met? No. Have we met? Not substantial. No, we almost, I almost sold my show with her, but something didn't work out. Yeah, I don't think you, I you should. That would be a great conversation. Yeah. Just like, like she's cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, down to earth, grounded, but I just feel like your energy, um, and hers, like there's a, there's a nice flow of possibility there. Like she's somebody that you should just sit down and talk to. And as you're talking about, you know, kicking down the door, using an ax to get it. Um, the relationships that are created through the same way that you built the fan base and ground up those reach outs. You'll be surprised as to how many people will be like, yeah, I would love to talk to you. Yeah. Like, I'll email her. You should. Well, I don't think you should email her. I have her email. Well, okay. Well, there you go. I said, Kevin said. You, honestly, you should. <laughs> and she'll know that gives it a stamp of approval. You should actually say. Thank you. Kevin said. I'll say Kevin said. Yes. I, I really do feel like there's a there's a nice thing of possibility there. For sure. I I am such a fan of her work. Um, And Montreal on her team is really lovely. Ah, smart too. Um. Well, let's keep it going. I love the flow. I'm a flow guy. Oh, really? Uh, and that felt like a really smooth transition. Well, you know, listen, this is what I do. They call me Segway <laughs> Sam, okay? My segways are seamless. They're seamless. There's no edge to my segway because it's just like a flowing... All right. When I when I lost track, you cut that, that guy out. died, right? Or, did the segue, he really? Yeah, he he uh, segued off. Oh, yeah, the I heard he went off a mountain. Yeah. No, you heard it because I just told you. No, I heard it before. <laughs> I did. I did. Hear, I did. I did hear it before. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know. No, the world talked about it. I remember that. And by the way, we oh, should be that? we shouldn't be laughing as we're talking about the You're guy. Right, we segue. Moment of silence. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. Let's just. All right, let's be respectful. You be respectful. Well, no, I just, I I just did. We just took the moment of silence. That was us paying our respects. Um, what's I want to I want to go back to just like you know 
the opportunity. Okay. Yes. The show comes. Yes. Wow. This thing that started here now progresses into this. Yes. Okay. The show ends, mm. right? Um, I'm no stranger to this world mm. or this feeling. Um, I was in that position where I had something and then that thing got canceled and I was like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, what does this mean? Mm. Um, what was that for you? Right. What, what was, what was that moment or what did you attach to that moment at that time in your career? Right. Where the show happened, and then after that, the show stopped. What did I attach? It's weird because I, the way we shot our show was we shot it 15, 15 days at a time. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of time in between seasons. Mm -hmm. So we had probably been like done with production and the edit for months okay. when it all dropped that the show was canceled. So I was just like, damn, this news to me. And then you kind of keep moving. Yeah. Like it, you work on, I started promoting my book and like working on music and like modeling. Like I kind of have other things going on. Mm -hmm. So it was, it, it was just another day. I, I, A, that makes me happy to hear you say that and think like that. Um, because there's some people that, you know, take those moments as like, you know, real rocking, real rocking times. Like you said, you had other things, the modeling. That's where I want to go now because um, the world of modeling and you in modeling, uh, it's fucking dope, right? Like there, we talked about it a little bit before we started the podcast, but the comedian that is modeling, writing, acting, et cetera, I don't think has existed. Um, I don't think that version of a hyphenate has presented itself. And like you're doing it on a very high level. How did that come about? Thank you. Yeah, I like to think of myself as like the Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King of comedian models. Okay. And that came up, I mean, having a symmetrical face, um, having beautiful parents, I, I would say that that is how that- Symmetrical I don't know. Um, I, but I've always loved fashion I've uh -huh. all, since my whole entire life. And so I was always really close to that industry just as a fan. Okay. And then I got a call to be, to walk um, the Mugler Couture show in in Paris this January and I jumped at the chance and that kind of really took me off. Random. Random? I mean, it wasn't random. It kind of perfectly aligned, but it feels random. How did the call, like the call just... I mean, I love Mugler. Casey is the creative director, is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and I had been doing like modeling on rowing blazers. And then oh, I did okay. like an editorial, advertorial with like W Mag and okay. Loewe. And I've been doing these things piecemeal for the last couple years. Okay. And then that was when it I, it really solidified. Like I walked a show in Paris um, and then deals, you know, figured it out. Well, now, now you're in it. I'm a model. The walk, it's all about the walk. Is it? Uh, cool. Was there um, experience with the walk or like, did you... Did you say I I got it? I don't I don't really need to go through you know the the walking tutorial or uh, did well, you? Like uh, there was a walking coach who was there, and then I had also relied on my decades of watching America's Next Top Model. Ah, yes, okay, <laughs> self-taught. Yes, self-taught. Self exactly. You have to be a researcher first. Yes, and so those two things allowed me to walk um the runway. I don't know why I've never gotten a call. Honestly, I, yeah, I really don't know why I've never gotten a call. And I this isn't, I don't have an attitude about it, but I do feel like I've been a very fashionable man. You are fashionable. For a long time. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm trying to like, you know, walk all of them. I'm saying like, at, one call, me, call me one time. Yeah, I mean, to, why not? To, want, to say like, Kev, we would love for you to walk in. Mm. And, and I can be like, oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'll do it. I, I do it. You'll do it. Yeah, but I've I've never got a call. And is there a brand? Is there a size? At is this there... point, at this point, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll take anything. You'll take anything. Yeah, anything. Really, yeah, I don't really give a shit. Oshkosh. I, I'll do it. Put me around the right group of kids. I'll fucking do it. Okay. Just have me lined up to where I look like I'm in a a big size. I don't want to do a two T. I don't want to do a two T. But if you put me in like a a youth, like if I got like a youth jacket and some pants, I don't mind that. And I'm saying that with a straight face. I'm not, listen, my yes. ego is not, I'm not too far in life or career Same. to do a youth, Same. a youth show. If it gets me to the next, if it positions me, like you said, you're in it. I want to, I want to like, that's the only thing I haven't done. 
Everyone starts somewhere. So I, I really believe that this is your pivot. This is but it could be. I just want to add it to the to the world of hyphenate, right? I've done everything else. Let me do that. Let me do one show. One show. One show. I, I think it's going to happen because you've put it out into the universe. Well, this is my way of just saying. Uh, How's your very, walk? Is I'm, it good? Well, I haven't really worked on a walk yet. I haven't had a... Can you walk? I don't know if I honestly would be able to walk because I think I'm slew-footed. Well, I also just saw someone carry you into your chair. Yeah, that's another thing too. <laughs> around here, I don't really have to walk. They, <laughs> they do a great job of transporting me everywhere around here. Um, the world of modeling and the business of it. I mean, are you blown away uh, by what it is and, and how deeply you're embedded into it now? Um, and is it like more of a priority than the comedy, the writing? I mean, you're an author now as well. Yes. Where does it sit on your list? It's so, uh, I mean, everything is equal on my list okay. because I think all of my work influences the others. Okay. Like the book I wrote is de like derives from the interviews that I did. Okay. And like modeling, you kind of bring that into the performance that you're doing on a show. The right? book is called Essays, right? What, Black what Friend Black Essays. Friend. Got it. Yes. Okay. Um, and so- which is, which is out, you released it in October. October 17th. Okay. Released in stores. It's available now. Available now. Available Audible now. as well. .com, there you go. Um, flex. Um, but yeah, all of my work influences. I don't have a preference. It's just what I'm what I'm feeling that day and mm -hmm. who's calling me. Is there more that you want to do that you feel like you have not done? Um, and uh, if so, what? Well, I wanted to be the speaker of the house, but it seems like they the, that job has been filled. Okay, so I don't know what's next. Honestly, world domination. World domination. Yeah. Um, you said earlier on you were like, yeah, you know, like. I have two beautiful parents and I'm from Nigeria. Uh, do you go back? Not recently, not since no. the pandemic, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And but I want to, I really want to do Nigerian Fashion Week. How we should do it together. Huge. What are you talking Could you about? You're in Nigerian green. Are you a Nigerian man? You no. kind of look Niger. This podcast is actually really big in Nigeria, too. Is it really? Yes. You're in Nigerian green. Did yeah. you pick that for me? Duh. Duh. You don't think I think about what I'm wearing when I have a guest? Duh. Come on. This is big. This is really big. The reason why I asked you, did you go? Because I was wondering if the world of comedy presented itself for you to do there. My show is my show is on there. And that's, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really that's cool. That's huge. That's cool. Um, so I would love to. I would love to perform in Nigeria. That would that's be so actually chic. really dope. I would love to do Lagos Fashion Week. Like that would be so chic. That's my next frontier. Maybe that's my next frontier. World domination. By the way, if we talk and discover, mm -hmm. then you can do. Exactly. I think we just had a nice moment of discovery. Yes. And what you can do next. Thank you. And I owe you 10%. So I wouldn't take it. Okay, thank I you. I wouldn't take it. This this is my 10%. Me getting to talk to you in person after meeting you. Uh we met, where are we at? It was at um, the gold party? Was it a, was it the gold party? Yeah. Yes. Was it no, it was it was so the gold party we went to, but the Vanity Fair oh, one yes. was first. Right before, yes. Yes. I yes. saw the Vanity Fair one first. Yes, that was a wild party. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. and I got to see you there and I expressed like that I was a fan. I was oh, like, yo, yeah. you're dope. And then you're like, oh wow, that's so cool. And we talked for a second. Yeah. And then after that, then the gold party happened after. But that's the first time it was lovely. That I got to meet you in person. It was very surreal because I've watched you on my screen forever. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And in person, and be honest, uh, was I smaller or taller than you thought I would be? I think you were exactly the size I believed. Because I'm confused. How do I take that? Is that a good? No. Whoa. <laughs> you better, I'm not going. <laughs> I know what that means. You okay. don't know what it means. I do know what I, it you means. You actually fundamentally have no idea what I it means. I know what it means. No, because we've been a fellow Nigel in your room and yeah. she knows that you don't know. She knows I know. Every day I come in here, Noel. Noel? Noel. Noel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, okay, what does it mean? It means like trouble. Trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. You can't that. say it a, a second after <laughs> I, I say it. And I didn't do that. So you knew it. I knew it. Oh, yeah, yeah, men, yeah, men. Yeah, I know all. <laughs> huh? See that? Yeah, you're shocked. You didn't know I spoke that many languages, did you? They speak English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they speak English. They yeah. were colonized by the Brits. Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> There's nothing better than not knowing something, but being very confident about what you don't know while giving a clear example that you have no idea. Like, there's nothing better than just being confident in ignorance. Yes, I know that. Uh, duh. Duh. Absolutely. Hey. Of course. Um, with <laughs> the world now of acting, right? Yes. Uh, me being a fan, and I'm saying like, here, like, you're like, well, I don't know what I want to do next. Because mm -hmm. I was asking you, it's like, well, it's television mm -hmm. or the idea of movies, anything of that. Like, in your in your want, like, you're so creative. Uh, is there a world where there's another version of a TV show uh, outside the space and place of hosting? Or is there a movie idea? Like, yeah. as a writer, as a creative, have you thought about that or tapped into that level? More gold mines with Kevin Hart after this. Addie. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait. A what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill for me? That's right. The little pink pill. And it's called Addie. A-D-D-Y-I. Or Flavanserin. Learn more about the little pink pill at A-D-D-Y-I.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at Addie.com slash P-I. Or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addie, the FDA-approved Little Pink Pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addie is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addie, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addie. Learn more at Addie.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk, where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach, where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Now more from Kevin Hart on Gold Mines. Yeah, I have a couple. I've, so I started as a writer. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple of movies in development as we speak. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if at what gets greenlit. Well, yeah. I would love to know what you're doing in that space. I mean, you know, Heartbeat is the oh, entity right. that I sit with and that I have. And you're an amazing talent Thank in you. partnering or figuring out ways to do things or to help you with. Uh, I'm all for. I would love to. I would love to know what you got or what you're doing. I think we should do a show together about a Nigerian scammer. A Nigerian scammer. Did yeah. you know? Did you hear the story about the guy from Nigeria uh, that scammed the people into buying a fake airport? Did you hear about that? No. It's a true story. So uh, he basically sold uh, the idea of an airport that never existed for like 30 to $40 million from this guy in Korea. He bought uh, what he thought was an airport. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was nothing. It was just like this big thing that they made look like a runway. Yeah. That wasn't. And he sold it as if it was land. Nigerian scammer. Shout out. My people. Uh, well. Well, well your I mean, people. Well, our. Let's say our people. Right? Our. Yeah. I wouldn't say Well. I mean, there's a lot of things that we could develop. I could play a scammer really well. Actually. I believe that. Well, that just went left. <laughs> what just happened? 
What just happened here? Nothing. I'm just yes ending you. Yeah, but what did that mean? Why did, why was there such the a strong I believe in support in the you didn't say of support you as a scammer. You didn't say support. You just said I believe that as if I've scammed in my life. Do you do I come off as a scammer? Well, what does it say your height is on any dating app or, well, yeah, or then website? Then, then, all right, then I've scammed. <laughs> <laughs> then I've scammed. What would you do if you saw like a website and it said 6'2"? It's like a picture of me and it's like 6'2", uh, green eyes. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, green eyes, yeah. too. I I would respect it, yeah, honestly. I'm a cat. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm a, I'm a black cat. <laughs> Six two. I've never been on a dating app in my life. Oh, because you're rich. Well, that's not. <laughs> that's, that's it. Well, that's, that's just. Have you ever been on a dating app? Yes, of course. Which one? I'm a human being. Um, none of them are. <laughs> none of them. Are, none of them sponsor me, so I won't name check. Okay, it, don't don't name check. Yeah, exactly. You have to um, pay for that reference. Have you had success on a dating app? No, of course not. I was almost murdered multiple times. Are you serious? Yeah, dead ass. Murdered. I'm a woman. Murdered. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's shocked. This is every day. What the fuck happened? Why are you so calm about it? We got to go to the police. Call the authorities. Yeah, we got to call somebody. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, dating apps are, they're, they're a little freaky. What do you mean a little? They're I mean, you meet the strangest characters. No shit. You have to pray that they don't, they forget your address. No shit. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So I don't do that. I anymore. don't see how people are shocked like that. You know, when, like when you go, oh my God, this guy on a dating app was crazy. You're like, yeah, yeah. Duh. Well, not every one of us has people constantly throwing themselves at you. So some of us have to like look into the crowds of people and find a face that looks kind. Okay. Is that a problem? It's not a problem. Sorry. Sorry. That's not a problem at all. Uh, <laughs> You're how, like crying for how me? Many, no, I'm like, <laughs> like you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to laugh. It's like, it's so funny. It's so dark. It's so dark. Trauma, yeah, it's like, trauma. Yeah, so we don't have that, Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, no Clorox, no mess, no mess. No mess. I'm, I'm happy with my relationships. Well, you say relationships. Mm. Uh, at this point, I mean, are relationships like a factor? Are like are they a need? Are, are you date. more married to the career? No, I think I'm married to the game. There you go. Married to the game. Yeah. That was an honest question, too, because you're doing so much. So it's like, you know, the idea of a relationship is dope, but also is it is it dope, you know, within no. where you're going, especially when you're going up? I think that whatever happens will happen. Ah, yeah, okay. but I'm like kind of laser focused on work. 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 Um, what about the idea of kids? What, what about them? They seem cute. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like fun, right? Like, oh my God, look at this little cute baby. Yeah, I mean, right now, like, are you thinking, like, oh, down the road, I would love. Like... I'm freezing my eggs, famously. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, look, you know what we get to here? The truth, very yeah, fast. So, yeah, he wanted to know about yeah. my my um, soft scrambled eggs <laughs> <laughs> in a refrigerator in upstate New York. <laughs> Great. We're unpacking here. Am I going to pay you $200 for this hour? You are fucking amazing. <laughs> You are absolutely <laughs> amazing. <laughs> no, I'm freezing them right now. Yeah, actually. I'm freezing yes, them. That's it. Noel. 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 Trouble. Noel. Are there any communities you'd like to apologize to? Any communities? Yeah. Me? I don't know. I mean, I mean, back in, there was a time where I did and I had to, but I, I kind of stay out of the trouble. I'm a guy that like stays... I stay off the grid. You stay, you yeah, stay off the grid. I stay off the grid. Like, I'm on the grid. But I'm You're off the, the grid. grid. I'm, Look I'm, at those stripes. <laughs> I'm, I'm on, but I'm off. Got it. Right? And I'm also like, uh, here's a good thing. Here's a good thing mm. about me. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a divisive no. um, well, person. You're commercial. Very. You're Hollywood baby. Yeah. You are ho Mr. Hollywood baby. <laughs> what does that mean? It's Hollywood baby. What does that That's mean? That's a good thing. It's your Hollywood comma baby. <laughs> What does that mean? It just—it's like you're—you're you're the grid. You're the, Hollywood, baby. I think I am. We are in Oprah's former studios that are now yes. your studios. That's yes. Hollywood, baby. baby. Yes, Hollywood, baby. West Hollywood, baby. I am. Okay, you know what? You know what I'll say it is. I got it. I I fucking got it. What do you got? Don't swear at me. I'm a right. woman. You're right. That was ridiculous. <laughs> How could I, Noel? Noel. <laughs> See, I corrected. It was fine. Yeah, Noel. Uh, I am. I am, 
I understand that the business and the relationships and the fans mm. all are actually in sync, mm. right? And if you separate them or you act as if they're separate, mm. then you you will miss the opportunity to have it all be like one. Um, and the way that I view fans, fan base, and the way that I've been able to watch it grow is because I include, mm. I include them all. So in every business decision, my immediate thought and attachment goes to the global aspect mm. of fans and the presentation for them. So the relationships, the partnerships, they all have to be aligned mm. with who can best help me service the need of getting to all. I want to get to all. And I want to be able to present something that can be deemed as dope for all. You, uh, what I think is really impressive about you, and honestly something I look up to and have, I'm trying to copy, is that you have such a wide audience. Mm -hmm. And the, your tours... Records, mm -hmm. like record shattering. Mm -hmm. And I find that to be incredibly impressive, especially when you see like Taylor Swift and Beyonce touring. And then we we don't really talk about the comedians mm -hmm. who are going there with no dancers, like, no, like the production isn't like explosive and you are able to do those stadiums and hit those beats. You like that's crazy. really interesting and really fascinating. Um, you, I mean, you now like touching that modeling landscape your international exposure is so fucking dope with that lens attached to it. And following a through line of opportunity and working that with comedy and using the resources in some regard to attach to comedy is how you start to build that. I remember um, you know, when I when I first I was trying to I was trying to do stand-up comedy and I was trying to just get over there, get over the water. Yeah. And I said, you know what I got to do? I got to go backwards. So at this point in the States, I was just starting to get into the theaters and stuff, but I didn't have the big following oh. internationally. So I just started going over there doing the comedy clubs. Really? I picked, I picked I like, I picked my six to seven that I was going to work and I just wanted to see where the barrier was. Yeah. Am I changing myself crazy? Can I like still... Be you? my no. I wow. just went there and I I said let me just rock with what I do and see what the response was. And once I started to get the response, and I said okay, this little bandwidth over here. The first movie I get that pops a little bit and gives me some international like international bandwidth. I'm just gonna start and I'm gonna do a little tour. And I didn't care about the numbers. I love that. I didn't care about what it was. I didn't care if it was 200 people, 500, 800, 1,000. Um, and at beginning stages, I just wanted to get in a position where I can say I was performing for. And then I just kept, I kept going. Like, I remember I went to Australia and I did a run of comedy in Australia. And I was like, fuck. I was like, what, what else is on the outskirts mm. of Australia? And then oh, wow. it was like, okay, well, Auckland, New Zealand. Auckland? Like, the, like these places oh are gosh. all. So it's like, well, how the fuck can I get there? Yeah. And then once you get there, you're like, well, everybody kind of. Everybody kind of speaks English. Like Nigeria. Yeah. Well, duh. Noel. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to work it. Yeah. And then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. But the thing about comedy is like, that's our fucking, we have what a lot of people don't have, which is a floor to always fall on. Mm. And that floor is comfortable. It's not an uncomfortable floor at all. So whether you embrace the comedy club space, the theater space, the arena space, it doesn't matter. You have access to your fans at all times. Yeah, I think that you are really revolutionary in that space and like are a role model to lots of like aspiring touring comedians. Mm -hmm. And I actually picked my agent because he reps you. Oh, wow. Yeah, Burke. Yeah, yeah. that's my yeah, guy. I was like, well, I was like, Kevin's. Killing it. I love Bert. Yeah. Do you like Bert? He's great. He's he great. Is, uh, He's great. This is my first tour okay. ever in my life. Really? Yeah. And I've been doing live forever since before I did any of this. How many dates are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. Fit. I want, I'm touring for three weeks mm -hmm. and I could tell you it's on the back of my shirt. Okay. Maybe 14. Okay. Yeah. And, and through this, right? Like after you stop 
is their world a want for special or anything like that? Eventually. That about? Okay. Honestly, I'm I, similarly, I'm getting my sea legs. I want to see what does tour look like? How do I make it sustainable mm-hmm. so that I can do it every year of my life? Mm-hmm. Um, because it is really a, such an incredible element Absolutely. of like your work. Like, Absolutely. That is huge. Well, it's so huge. Z-Way, it's dope as fuck to hear you say that. What I would say you should think about doing, right? Like even if you have your dates and these are your tour dates, mm. There are so like, there are so many places that you can go to do comedy, and I'm talking domestically. Yeah, I, I will say this on record, and people have no idea. I probably do a hundred and fifty to a hundred and eighty shows, and I'm talking different. A year? different when I tour. I go everywhere. I'm talking about Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm talking about the outskirts of Florida wow. that people wouldn't think uh, had people. I go everywhere. And the reason why, every place that doesn't get uh stop on a tour, their want and demand for entertainment is of extremely course. high. Of course. So when they finally get any type of version of entertainment, the people come out in droves and you'll find that your business will not only grow, but your your ability to really touch all and make all laugh, it's going to be because you go everywhere wow. and you're going to adapt and move in a manner that other people don't. Because you got to think about it. Everybody focuses on the same 20 to 30 cities, right? And then you go out the country, everybody focuses on the same... On the same big countries. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking places no, that's, that's that people skip over. Tea. I, this is a question for your audience. Would you rather take $500,000 or this conversation with Kevin Hart? Oh, that's what they, you know, Jay-Z just answered that for the first time. I know. And, and this is, people, a, this, you're giving them tea right now. I'm giving them tea. Jay-Z told you to take the money though. Said, <laughs> what would you said, say? I would tell them to take the fucking money. You better not. You can sit down with me if you want to. <laughs> tell you some shit. You still got to go make it happen. Right? It's no, it's no guarantee. Oh my gosh. It's no guarantee after that. You better, you better like go you take that you money. Yeah, go Good. take the money. Don't, don't tell me you passed it up to talk to me because I, I ain't giving it to you. So you don't look at me for it. I, I I love that you are that you are doing the tour. I love that you're expanding in that regard. And something else for you just to know, like the comfort that you get of security, because you know the revenue that we're able to generate, yeah. we control that. Yeah. Like you can turn that on and off when you choose. Yeah, you can shut it down and they go. I'm going back out. Like I'm not happy with this or any of this right now. I find happiness in this. I'm going back out. Yeah. You know what? I'm shutting it down. I'm going to chill for a while because I want to focus. I want to write. Yeah. All right. I'm done writing. I'm going to go back out. Like, it's the dopest thing in the world. Um, And as a brand, which you are becoming as a entity that is focusing on so many different, like, I guess you could say uh, so many different roads that lead you to the same point of success, you know, the more you do, the better. The yeah. better for you at this point. Yeah. Um, we talked about the one book that you have, and I just want to go back to that for a second sure. because now talking about stand up, um, you embarking, like you said, this is your first tour. It's exciting. Uh, this is your first book. Yes. Is the world of making or writing more? Uh, are you are you entertaining that thought or writing another book? Yeah. Yes, I am. Writing a book was um, a bad experience. That's really hard. Wow. But I forgot. It's like giving birth to a child where you're like, hmm, I could do it again. Um, not that I've ever given birth to a child, but I imagine it's that easy. Yeah. And <laughs> don't get mad at me, please. Yeah, no. no um no so mess. but I think yeah, I, I would probably write a second book. Why'd you say it was uh it was a bad experience? I mean, it's really hard to write a book. Mm-hmm. You have to sit with your thoughts. And also I wanna write a good book. Mm-hmm. I want my audience to feel serviced. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna just throw something out there that exists forever. And it was like and I didn't put any care into it. And okay. so writing a good book for me was like being vulnerable. Are you hard on yourself? Yeah, I'm very critical of myself. Really? Yeah, for sure. But even more so, I I am private. Like I'm a private person. Mm-hmm. Like people don't know where I live. Like you, you didn't know I was a middle child. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is discovery, by the yes, way. Yes, yes, yes. You didn't day. know Nigerians spoke English. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so for me, it's it, it was about like actually sharing parts of myself for the to make my book better. Wow. Yeah, and that took a long time. And just 
pretty much for you to open up through stand up. Yeah. Here's a question. I mean, how honest do you get within your world of stand up? Or do you keep it in the space of, you know, what you're observing, what you're reading? Uh, the current state of the world. Oh today. no, it's or like you going it's me your... for sure. I okay. mean, I'm, I explore my wiki feet score in my standup, okay. and that doesn't get any more intimate. Knowing that's, that that's my, extremely intimate. Yeah, my feet are rated okay on wiki feet, and that's that's never that's not good. That's the only part of my body that I'm probably like really insecure about. Right, really, my feet. Yeah, yeah. Say, I, same. No, mine's are my my got feet dogs look like deer hoofs. Oh, there's a, there's a chance. There's a chance that if you saw my foot, wait, really? Like just like so only because I have the dark toenails on a couple because I used to run. Oh, got it, got it, got I used it. To run I ran marathons too. and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, you run marathons? Yeah, so wow. I fucked my feet up pretty bad. Damn, got like, the black toenail thing. Damn, like the ballerina feet. Yeah, yeah, it's got like it. that. Yeah, the black yeah. swan feet. Yeah, well, that's not. I don't think we need to double down on it. I got it when you said ballerina. I think you know. Putting this, putting the black swine stamp on it. I mean, we get it at that point yeah, but because I confess, yeah. right? It's not like, it's not like I'm like, hey, everybody, you know, I'm scared or don't want you to ever see it. Yeah. If you ever see me on a beach, I like dig my feet into the sand so that way if I Are ever take pictures, well, no. Why would Are I you sure? Are you yes, sure? I'm positive. Don't search me. Keep don't talking. Keep no, talking. Just don't search. Okay. Me. I, I, what if I was? You probably are. No, You're a very no, no. famous person. I'm you go a, to Bismarck, North Dakota. Don't fuck it. Because that's going to hurt my feelings if I'm on there. I'm on there. My, feet. I, my, my thing is okay. It's two out of five. Well, I think I'm. Kevin I, Hart. I think I got a negative three if that's oh the case. You got oh, yeah, you're on here. Oh, don't do that. Oh, I won't lying. say it. Just bleep everything out that I say. You're lying. Deadass. Oh, my God. No, your score is nice. Look at this. Your score is nice. Four out of five stars. What the fuck? That's nice. Better than me. What the fuck? What is this? Can you guys zoom in? I'll, don't worry. I'll send you the link. And I want to see like a scroll over the shoulder of me what? right here as he looks at his feet. What Split is screen. This? That's what? your foot. Can we read the comments? Let me read the comments. No. I'm going to read no, the comments. Don't read the comments. I'm trying to see how bad they are. No, the, no it's oh, four. Man, you I have a good score. The dick just popped up at the bottom though. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. It's very horny. Yeah. Did you know 12 million people go to this website a month? How do you know this? Because um, I got fact-checked in The New Yorker because my book got accepted in The New Yorker uh, about WikiFeed. Instant know. turn on. OMG. Yas, Kevin. <laughs> it's really just his busted-looking toenails. Everything else about his feet is sexy. <laughs> what? His feet are out through this whole thing. These are real comments. These are real comments. <laughs> By the way, I'm laughing that I'm on it. She goes, yeah, of course you're on there. I'm like, nah, I ain't zoom on no Zoom in, zoom in. Wiki feet. <laughs> size 8.5. That is my shoe size. Okay, 07, 06, 1979. So yes, you're a cancer? Book. I am a cancer. Okay, United States. Wow. Well, yeah. Will you stop reading my stuff? Goodness gracious. What are you? What's your uh, sign? A Pisces. A Pi oh my God. Genius, angel, sweetheart, baby, love. No, nope, I wasn't going there. No. I Where were you going to go? I wasn't going there. Rihanna's a Pisces. I know a lot of people that are Pisces. Trevor Noah's a Pisces. I know a lot of people that are Pisces. Justin Bieber's a Pisces. I found this on the web. Oh God. Is that about my feet? <laughs> it's about his feet. <laughs> it's a, I found this about That's his feet. So Kevin's, Kevin's feet are fucked Kevin's up. Kevin's dogs. No, uh, your score is good. 4.3 is good. I mean, out of, of course, five. Duh. You didn't think I knew that? Do you do a pedicure? I now I do. Okay. I take care of my feet now. And you put, do you uh, paint them? I don't paint them. No, I'm a well groomed man. Though I take I take extremely good care of myself. I'm in love with self care. Okay. I, can, okay, I can admit that. Okay, I love. That I'm like you. I'm like on the the higher side of like ridiculousness. Wait, really? You get yeah. like IV drips of like vitamins? no, I don't do that. But I'm big on like um, I have like a I have a hyperbaric chamber. <gasps> I have like a the LED Gosh. bed. And how uh, often do you use these things? I mean, probably like every day, four or five times a week. Wow. Yeah. Hyperbaric chamber. Well, wow. you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Why I got it. I was like, you know, I got injured again. I'm a big workout nut, mm -hmm. and my last injury came from just running. Yeah. Like I fucked myself up running, and I was like, I got to start taking better care of myself with different types of treatment. So um, anything that's in the world of healing or longevity, uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I wanna invest in. So that's what that was about. But the hyperbaric chamber is real. Like, What does it do? Does it make you younger? 
I think, I think honestly, I'm 19 again. I think, I think so. Something, something's happening where you do feel energized. Um, I don't know how old you are. So that's. I'm 44. Okay. So I'm 44. Black don't crack. See, I think, I think, I think that from a space of feeling and improving, like, my aches and all of that shit aren't the same. Okay. So cold tubbing, LED bed. It's like this thing called a sauna pod. A sauna pod. Yeah, it's like you get in it and it's like And it heats you up like a microwave. But then it's like heats you up and then it's like a massage and it's it's got like a lot of shit to it. Okay. Hey, maybe I'll that's my next investment. Well, I also could be falling for a lot of placebos. So I want to make that very clear too. Like because they say it's gonna do something, I do it. And I'm like, I think I do feel that. Like, <laughs> You're right. I yeah. am stronger. Uh, yeah, that's harder, crazy. Yeah, you know what? I, my hip ain't hurting. <laughs> I think I think this goddamn red light is working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My liver has never felt cleaner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at my face. <laughs> am I does it seem like do my skin shine a little more? I think I think this shit is giving me a pop. I am definitely that wow. guy. Wow. Okay. Uh, I might try it, but I'm like I don't think I take care of myself enough. What What is your? I take care of my mind though. I read. That's the best thing ever. That's the. There's nothing better than feeding the brain. What is your What's your hobby outside of the business? What do you like to do? Uh oh. Work. Uh, what do I like to do? Read the news. That's not that's that's what do a I hobby. Like to do what do what do I like to do? Yes, you have I that. Hike. Right, I there hike. There you go. I hike right, a lot. By I have yourself. A dog. I have a dog who's very large, and so we hike together. Okay, that that that's a hobby. Yeah, that's a hobby. I'm not mad at that. Walking, but I'm listening to the news as I do it. So you're you're news all the time. Yeah, I like the news. I like to listen to the news. Are you are you deeply embedded into it? Like it like. Until it's time to turn it off. You pissed. I like how much news are you watching? Like, are you talking? I don't about? watch the news. I listen to it, or I get it on TikTok. <laughs> how 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 many hours are you listening? Uh honestly, like an hour and a half every morning, like okay. on a hike. All right, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not like I'm wild. Like, yeah, I'm just want to like, make sure. Yeah. I want to make sure you're not like the no, crazy no, no, no. person. No, 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 no. Like, I'm all day, I'm all the healthy. Time. I'm a well-adjusted person who doesn't have a hyperbaric chamber okay. and a sauna pod right. in my well, basement. Not, you can't use the... That's... What you just did is unfair. I use soap and water for right. my face. Okay. Okay? Well, I never said... I never said that I did not use <laughs> soap and water. I think everyone heard me. This is... You know what? Let me just take a second and say I know how that could sound. I am the I proletariat, okay? One of you. That's amazing. What a word. <laughs> <laughs> Don't what say word. what a word. Yeah. Proletariat. Letariat. <laughs> Holy shit, you're educated. <laughs> Fucking well read you are. Um, what I want to say to you is that, and I mean what I'm about to say, um, I'm very much a supporter of the fraternity of comedy, mm -hmm. right? And um I feel like our fraternity is so dope because it's not just about comedy and the comedians that understand that and figure that out and use comedy to basically get them in the doors to do more um, are the comedians that not only win, but they're the comedians that achieve the different levels of success. And from the outside looking in, I just, I applaud you in understanding early on, like, how many doors you can go through. Um, I love that you're touring and I love that that's a focus. I, I can't wait to see you get to the point where the idea of a comedy special pops up and yeah. you're like, okay, I'm doing this now as well. Um, just remember what I said, that one feeds the other. The comedy, the writing, the author, the actress, the model, they all can feed Wait, each you said other. that? Well, I told you that. They go with each other. Yeah, I agree. And I think that you offer a really valuable lesson because you, I mean, talking about multi-hyphenates, you are, any one of your singular focuses would be an incredible career. Well, I thank you for that. Um, and I really do mean what I'm saying. I'm a fan. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a fucking fan. Uh, and I can't wait to see what you do next because although you didn't say it today, I just think that the star of you is yet to really prove.
present itself fully. Thank you. That's and so sweet. the TV or the movies or, you know, the next version of host, the comedy that can grow and get as big as you want it to, uh, it's going to happen. And I think the world's in for a dope-ass treat because we've got oh. doses, and I mean it. Thank you. Yeah. I'll say no, Noel. Ah. Noel. Noel. Is that, you did the dab, Yeah, I've right? been dabbing a lot. People hate it. Well, it's kind of been, I think it's kind of been done for a while now. It's so. back. All right. Well, you know what? It's all about <laughs> it's all about what you feel. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what this is. This is Gold Mines. You know what we do here. We get inside the minds of amazing comedians, amazing people, entrepreneurs, multi-hyphens. It doesn't matter what. On this show, it's all about the discovery, and I hope that you got a good feel for what I discovered today, and that's just dope energy. Dope energy, dope spirit, a dope vibe. Gems were dropped. Hopefully, you did your job and picked them up. If not, well, that's on you. God damn it. Well. It's on you. Can't wait till I see you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and I can't wait for people to go to wikifeet.com and vote for his Okay. And my feet. All right. Thank you. Or or they can go and they can go get your book. Oh, yeah. Which just dropped in October. Let's plug that yes. one more time. Yes, please. yes, yes. Black Friend Essays available on Audible and where books are sold. There you go. Look at that. Well, you didn't. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll see y'all next time. <laughs> Bye. Gold Mines with Kevin Hart is a serious XM and Laugh Out Loud radio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, and Eric Wyel. Produced by Danny Sellers and Leslie Guam. And engineered by Danny Sellers. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Addie. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill? For me? That's right. The Little Pink Pill. And it's called Addy. A-D-D-Y-I. Or Flibanserin. Learn more about The Little Pink Pill at addyi.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at addy.com slash pi. Or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved Little Pink Pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com.